This is a Conspiracy Kyle production. I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Disclaimer. Through this discussion of conspiracy theories, I make no claim that these theories are 100% fact or can be proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. I encourage you all to do your own research and determine for yourself what you believe. Also, I make no claim that the creatives behind Star Wars intended the scenes and events in question to mirror the conspiracies I've referenced. Again, I will leave it up to you to determine whether or not you believe they intended a deeper meaning into these stories told. Let's begin. Episode 6, Emperor Soros Teen. Note, when we get to the real world section, I will shed the objectivity I mentioned in my introduction. I feel very strongly about what is going on in our world currently, and I want to be clear that I truly do believe that this person has a key role in the chaos we have seen in 2020 in prior years. I've talked about him on probably every episode so far because he is the master when it comes to conspiracies in the Star Wars universe. In the original trilogy, you only hear whispers of him until the final chapter, Return of the Jedi, when he returns and overwhelms every frame of the screen with his presence. He returned again in the latest film, The Rise of Skywalker, proving that not even apparent death could stop him from trying to take over the universe again. Palpatine's story is truly fleshed out in the prequel trilogy when you see his rise from Senator to Chancellor to Supreme Chancellor to Emperor of the Galactic Empire, essentially the Hitler of Star Wars. While fans are divided on the prequel films themselves, it cannot be denied that the story told by George Lucas was utterly fascinating, especially around Palpatine's character. As his alter ego Darth Sidious, Palpatine had convinced the Trade Federation leadership, an intergalactic trading conglomerate, to invade the peaceful planet of Naboo due to trade disputes with the Galactic Republic, which was the ruling power of the time. This illegal invasion kicked off a series of wars, ending with the Clone Wars. All the while, Sidious was directing the Trade Federation, his alter ego Palpatine was moving up in the ranks of the Galactic Republic, gaining chancellorship by the end of the first film, The Phantom Menace. He did so by convincing young Queen Amidala to cast a no-confidence vote against Chancellor Valorum and have him removed from office. The dichotomy of his dual personas is incredibly compelling. Essentially, he is viewed as a keeper of the peace with his right hand. Meanwhile, he is causing havoc and destruction with his left hand. And yes, the hands I used for that demonstration was not a coincidence. Fast forward several years. Palpatine was close to reaching his final goal. 
the corruption and dark side turn of young Anakin Skywalker, ending the Jedi and seizing complete control. A snag did occur, however, which he was able to turn to his advantage. Jedi Masters, led by Mace Windu, after discovering Palpatine's plot much, 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 much too late in the game, they stormed his office and demanded he step down immediately. A skirmish ensued, and Palpatine slash Sidious wiped out most of the Jedi, except Mace Windu himself. He's locked in a struggle with Mace by using Force Lightning, the most powerful Sith Force ability. But Mace was able to block that back at his face with his, light sca- with his lightsaber, which scarred him beyond previous recognition. At this point, Anakin rushed in and helped Palpatine kill Mace and save his new master. Shortly thereafter, Palpatine held a a session of the Senate, stating that the attack by the Jedi left him scarred and disfigured, playing a victim role to much applause. He ruled that the Jedi are enemies of the Republic and must be hunted down and killed. This then happens in horrifying fashion. He then labeled himself ruler of the universe, informed the Galactic Empire, and ensured the people that they will now have, quote-unquote, peace. Then one of the greatest quotes is uttered by Padme Amidala, former Queen of Naboo, when she says, This is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause. In our world, there is one man who is believed to be the champion of the people and is literally, within the few days of releasing this episode, has stated how much he is doing for communities around the country. Little do many know that he is evil incarnate and they are being played. That man is none other than George Soros. At 89 years old, he is one of the wealthiest men in the world with net worth in the billions. If you Google his name, you will immediately see his name linked to various foundations and charities and so forth. But do not be fooled, he has ulterior motives. I encourage you to, to use the DuckDuckGo browser and look up his name, as you will find less Google paid for site listings and articles about him. Over the past few years, his philanthropy has changed to social activism and politics. It is proven that he funded riots and protests related to the Black Lives Matter movements, both currently and over the past several years. It's highly likely that Antifa is also bankrolled by him as well. He also does fund Democratic candidates, obviously. And most importantly, he helps fund the media. He has ties to many media outlets, and likely is part of pushing agendas at their 4 a.m. talking point sessions. For those of you who don't know, essentially all media outlets you listen to receive talking points at 4 a.m. each day, which is when you will likely, which is why you will likely hear the same phrasing, wording, etc., on many TV stations across the country on the same day. There's a great YouTube video out there compiling dozens of stations, which their um, anchors parrot the same exact phrases. This is essentially brainwashes Americans to believe what they want you to believe and to say what they want you to say. That is Soros's goal. The most damning evidence against Trump can be found on the No Mercy podcast hosted by Tommy G. On the episode regarding the Vegas shootings, Tommy puts forth evidence that Soros, who had no prior financial interest in the casinos, put down a hefty sum towards the MGM casino stock 
that it would drop. This happened shortly before the shooting happened. What did he know? Tune into the No Mercy podcast number six for more details on this situation and, and um, look up more information on this yourself. Now, in our current day, what is Soros' role in the current COVID-19 epidemic? Well, there's probably lots of theories and things going on regarding him. I'll let you decide to do the research on that. So, let's compare. Both Palpatine and Soros play both sides of the table. They front as a benevolent leader who only want what is best for the people, but behind the scenes they are causing havoc and chaos. Both Palpatine and Soros love to participate in false flag events. Palpatine slash Sidious led the invasion of Naboo, which was never meant to be a real political operation, but a means to get an intergalactic conflict brewing. He also wept and cried to the Senate that the evil Jedi had attacked him, though they only did so because they were onto his evil plan and were trying to stop him. Soros was likely behind the false flag Vegas shooting, which, while gaining him financial wealth, also led to increased push for gun control, which is one of the Democrats' biggest, biggest pushes to try to get the guns away from the Republicans. Finally, they both wanted to rule the world, whether literally or figuratively. Palpatine's grand plan was laid out explicitly in Star Wars. Gain control of the Republic and turn it into a dictatorship, which he did. Soros wants the same, although his is more in terms of a one-world government. Will he be at the helm, or will somebody else? At 89 years old, will he die and come back to life like Palpatine did? Honestly, in this crazy 2020, anything is possible. So, what do you think? Please reach out to us at a conspiracy in the force at conspiracy in the force at gmail.com. Thank you.